1: and welcome to my brother, my brother, me and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm so sweet, baby Griffin. Been an exciting week here at the McElroy mm. Ranch. I mm-hmm. uh, I'm down four teeth. Got my wisdoms uh, yanked. So
0: that's you, been. Amazing. Do you not understand that that's like this podcast money maker? Like Travis and I don't know shit about fuck, and you had all the wisdom in the world, and you mm-hmm. gave it away just because it was for aesthetics because your mouth was too. White. One of them, one of, it was too beautiful. That was the. It was distracting in conversation. People couldn't
1: focus on my ideas. My mm-hmm. big ideas. My big world-changing ideas. Because your giant back teeth. Because my of your big, beautiful, back teeth. shining, perfect back teeth, and one broken half. So it seemed like the time. Well, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good time well, to actually, do it. Actually,
1: that's the, like you were just burning through your wisdom so quickly doing this show that that uh-huh. was part of your wisdom tooth the, had to the, like rotten fall off because you used it up. Mindfulness teaches us the importance of knowing when to let go of things. And for me, that knowing when to let go of my wisdom teeth was predicated on one of them
0: <laughs> breaking in shattering, shattering. Did you go to your local jagged, Zen center
1: to have it removed? Jagged uh, stalactite of chewing. <laughs> Sorry, Travis. Did you go to your local Zen center to have them removed? No, I went ahead and went uh,
0: allopathic on this one. Oh, okay. wait, in what possible manner could a Zenster Ripped in bad boys out. Listen, anybody can
1: remove teeth from anybody. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying that, like, you get really centered, you focus, you focus on your breathing, pop, 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 teeth out. Okay. Travis, you had a momentous week, too, right? I did. Um, I, I, so, my friends in LA are Lyft drivers, and, and uh, I'm a big fan of the idea of so Lyft like weed, and Uber. weed delivery. No, that would be awesome. But it is a service in which it's kind of like a crowdsourced taxi. So oh, you sign up sure. to be a driver, and then they... It's like Uber, Lyft and Uber, big fans. Okay, crowdsourced taxi. so it is, in effect, definitely, usually weed delivery. Yes. And so I said, oh, I want to try that out, um, mostly because I was just curious about what it was like to be a driver for them. So when I got back to Cincinnati, I signed up for it, thinking that if I like it, when I move to Los Angeles, I'll start doing it there. They'll already know you. Yes. Uh, you will be, you'll be Lyft, experience Lyft and Louie... The world's greatest Lyft driver. Yes, and they'll be super impressed because my car will be so clean, and I'll have the best hard—I'll have the best hard candy in my traveling Travs uh, Gypsy Taxi, <laughs> which is what I spray painted on the car in anticipation for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you did jump the gun. It seems. Well, so what happened is, what's supposed to happen is you fill out your application and then you click a button that says like start. Mentor lift now or something like that. And then it contacts your mentor and your mentor drives to you and then you drive around and that's kind of your training session. Mm-hmm. Well, so I filled out the application. I hadn't cleaned my car yet and I wasn't ready to go. So I kind of oh, I stopped at that point. And then my mentor called me and was like, hey, let's just set up a time so that way I can make sure that I'm free and available and in the area. And I said, OK, great. So we set up the time. So then we met on Wednesday. I'd scrubbed out my car. I'd like detailed it. I'd gone to town cleaning it and we met. He gets in my car and he's like, okay, great. And I'll just hit the start mentor lift now. And I press it and a screen pops up letting me know that I, uh, my application has been denied due to my (laughs) driving record (laughs) while Duder is
0: sitting in my car and his response was, ah, man, that sucks. Well, your car and smells like farts. Your car smells like farts anyway, so you wouldn't have passed so <laughs> by. It, it was it, just listen. so
1: awkward because he started looking on his phone to find out like the FAQs of why someone's yeah. driving record to be turned down, and it's like it's cool, man, it's fine. Please get out of my car. Yeah, it's all listen, right. You, I do you don't realize this, but we've reached the end of the anecdote, so yeah. you need to move on with your life. I would offer to drive you somewhere but clearly that is not prudent.
0: <laughs> Did he, I, I'm amazed that he stayed in the car any longer once he found <laughs> oh out God, about you. Oh driving. God, oh God. I I, I know that, the I know the car's yeah. sitting still but you are capable of some pretty whack shit behind
1: the wheel of one of these <laughs> bad boys. Well, so then it really let, my favorite part was when he said, "Do you know why it would say that?" I was like sitting there thinking, bro, I'm not just going to run through all my vehicular rampages with you. That's very charitable. It's like when you're at the store and your credit card gets declined. You think it's their computers? No. I don't think it's their computers. You know, this card reader's really been acting up. I'm sure it's not you. Did you remember to activate it before? No, 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 you mentioned it. I and I cannot stress enough, I still really like the idea of Lyft and Uber, so I, I'm not at all knocking them, because it was like as I was sitting there going, Ah, you Are know, you I still did... try to get in their good do you think I that did there is... send them an email that was like, Hey, 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 so Travis here. Why Listen, was that? I've did learned I? a little
0: I've learned a lot about myself and my body and, like, how that pertains to operating a motor vehicle over the past few years. So if you can look past all Ah, the- oh, shit, I wrecked because I was emailing you while I was driving. <laughs> I wish it could be, like, my credit score where if I could
1: say, like, my wife is a way better driver and she'll be in the car with me. The whole time. Listen, uh, cur- uh, Curbed and Ubo and Lifting, if you are listening, please. I, I love my brother. If there's a criteria that is... that is that is more important to you than has good driving record, I can't imagine what it could be. Please don't let him smooth talk you in. I'm this. just saying a, that you know what hazard. I provide? You know what I provide as a Lyft driver, Justin? An experience. Oh, God, but that's not experience. what anybody
0: wants. That's what people, people nobody... play Crazy
1: Taxi all the time.
0: Yeah, They fucking
1: no. played that level in Die Hard 3 where you drove around the taxi, which I think was the whole game, actually. Jesus
0: Christ. No, it's one third of the game because there was also... Never mind.
1: No, that was a Die Hard trilogy game. But listen, but, but
0: listen, but listen. Nobody wants an experience in an Uber. They want absolute silence until they arrive at their destination. They no, don't want to get creeped on. You give them hard don't candy. fist them I, at all. I always get the feeling in Uber because often they pull
1: up in such nice cars. I always get the feeling in Uber that the guys like mid party. Like he just took someone cool to a party place and he has to do that again later, mm. but he has time to work
0: me in to take me yeah. to Shake Shack. Does or it smell I, like does it smell like Brad Pitt back there? It should. And there's a reason. A good reason. Maybe I like to I prefer it's to think that
1: he was mid-drive with Brad Pitt and said, "Oh shit, I got an Uber request. Hop out.
0: You got to get out, Pitt. I'll <laughs> swing back
1: around." Pop out, Bradley. <laughs> I'll circle back around. NBD. Uh, yeah, let's help people Recently, I didn't do a- anything this week okay. Recently, servers at a fast food chain I eat at regularly are starting to recognize me and know what I will order. Oh, boys. Is this a hint that I should back out? Should I start going to another restaurant? Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't enjoy being noticed, but eating at a single establishment so much that various workers who work different shifts know you and your food preferences, yet not even your own name seems like an easy way to a dangerous place. Should I take my lunches elsewhere? That's from Nervous in Newport. I don't ever remember on the show Cheers when mm. Norm would walk in and everyone would yell Norm, and he would go, maybe I should start going somewhere else. This yeah, is not, not a yelling Norm. norm. What, they're, what they're yelling is... Filet of fish meal. Like, yeah, I don't know who Here's the guy the is. That's a stigma that, like, I think is really unfair because how is that different from going to a local diner and they know you're going to get the BLT? Like, just because it's McDonald's, like, okay, great. You like McDonald's. Don't change your preference just because you're afraid people will judge you. That's not a good way to live your life. That's not a healthy. Travis, if you like you the filet of fish, then get the fucking filet of fish. You
0: sound like the fathead guy right now. You sound like the guy from the, the hit documentary Fathead that's that. Sought to discredit, supersize me, and everything that it did. Where you're just like, eat what you want. It is America and it's freedom. And I guess it's true. I guess it is America and I guess it is freedom. But if you only eat filet of fish, you're going to die. <laughs> he, didn't say he only eats filet.
1: Like that's what he has Travis, for lunch. That's Travis, his Travis, Travis, you're going to die. You're gonna
0: die. Welcome to McDonald's. <laughs> we got frozen meat. <laughs> na apple pies.
1: Yeah, I guess McRib is back, but you're not gonna be. You're gonna die. Um, don't do this. It's it's. I will say, okay. Let me let me addendum. Maybe vary it up. Doesn't mean you have to stop going there but maybe only go there like once a week or try something different or go there once, you know, twice every two weeks, something like that. But maybe it just means that it's time for a little bit more variety in your life. I don't think that means you gotta feel bad about wanting to eat there and wanting to have that food. I would, Hmm. But like maybe change it up. Okay, I don't under, two points. One, I've always wanted to have that at like in my hometown. I live in a small town. You would think there'd be places that I could go where people would say, like, Hey, it's the J-Man. How are you? You want Hey, the usual? Hoopster. Hey, Hoops. Uh, that happens at my local Pita Pit, I guess. There's probably other places now that I think of it, but not every place. I want it universal. Secondly, why are you going inside a fast food restaurant? I oh, know we've like, talked about this before. Yeah. It's an old chestnut. I don't understand why you're not just going through the drive-thru. Uh, maybe you could do that if you're, if you want to keep your filet fish schedule because you have obsessive compulsive disorder. <laughs> if you need It's that. 131. Oh, Jesus. thirty one! I need my crunch. Uh, maybe you could just go through the drive through like an adult.
0: You know what sucks, though? You know what really puts me off? It's not just the food that you're eating that's killing you from the inside out, like a parasite. It's that they don't. Know your name. You're in a relationship with this McDonald's or this. Ar- Can we say Arby's? It's just a funnier yeah. name. We yeah. feel better you're about that. You're in a you're in a relationship with this Arby's. We and, have the weirdest sponsorship deal with them. And like, yeah. you, they don't give a shit about you. They just want to. They just want to force feed your their their uh, floppy sloppy meats down your throat and then get your money f- in return for it. And the fact that they know. What kind of meat you like, but not your name, man. They just—they're not gonna put in the effort. They don't love you like you know. No, love them. they're just stream—they're streamlining the process mm-hmm. and
1: saying like, okay, great, go ahead and start an an Arby's McRib tickler, whatever. Yeah. And that way you can just go ahead and like get your meal faster and be done with
0: the exchange. Yeah. Now the Arby's yeah. Mc the Arby's McRib tickler—that's the—that's the Arby's sandwich with peanut but it, butter on it, but it has a. St- Oh, like a stick in it, like one of those joke popsicle sticks. Uh huh. Correct. Because <laughs> it just it makes you like wait one more
1: second for the sandwich, and that that hesitation mm. is what makes it that so delicious. sweet orgasmic Griffin moment is so right. You are in a bad relationship. You need to get out of this relationship. You need to get out. You need to go get yourself a new man, a well, strong, strong, proud black man who's going to treat you like the queen you are, and that is not this Arby's. That's clearly
0: all- yeah. <laughs> Is there a new fast food restaurant? Can you guys think of like, oh, have you, heard, have you guys heard of that new hot fast food restaurant that just hit the scene and it's really taken charge? That new fast food enterprise business that is really just like hit the scene in 2000, late 2012, and it's just like fucking growing rapidly. Nope. Nope. It's just pretty much, pretty much just Subway and BK, Taco Bell, <laughs> <laughs> Donald's, Jackson No, Jack here's what you gotta
1: get. This is one of the great things about fast food, is where you gotta catch them, is that every once in a while, a restaurant will get into their marketing groove of, we're not bullshit anymore. Like, no. remember how Domino's, Domino's were, was like, like s- s- Domino's is like, Domino's is like, hey listen, we've been bullshit for a long time, and our new thing is we're going to try. Well, that's what actually can, Carl's like, make Jr., a Carl is that-
0: Jr. is like, we're doing Angus now. Get on board. Well, the Angus revolution hit a lot of different places, um, and I feel like the growth wasn't that hard. I feel like McDonald's even like put their foot down, like, no, no Angus. The line must be drawn here. We're gonna use the same like earthworm shit that you <laughs> idiots have been guzzling down. Um, all right, how about a Yahoo? Yeah. I need. We need to pick up the pace on these shows. I feel like we spend too long on questions. And we're well, just this like, a, that was a deep well. There was a lot of comedy in we there. We hit the advice nug, and then we like, sit on that nug for a long time. Yeah. This, this guy they, who was. They sent- fix that in editing. Our producer oh. fixed that in editing. Yeah. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, he's- Scott. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. Is this name Jerry or Scott? We should <laughs> Jerry Scott put in the effort. Um. This one was sent in by. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Scott Jerry. I'm are Scott you, Jerry are- Paulson. Are you eating right now, or is that just the sound your gums make now? Your, <laughs> your bloated, ruined gums—just flappy, slappy
1: holes in there. No, I made some. Uh, I got a, a for Father's Day. I got a, a a donut maker from my mother-in-law, who apparently wants me to celebrate Father's Day by not being around so long. <laughs> yeah. And so, so you decided the perfect time to consume said donuts was when you were uh, six inches away from a microphone. Well, listen, I didn't know you guys were going to say all that funny stuff about
0: Scott <laughs> and Jerry. <in> my defeat. <laughs> Justin, are you waiting? Are you listening to this this podcast while performing it, listening for pregnant pauses in which to sneak tiny <laughs> hidden kisses okay. into your donut? Here is the other thing I that is occurring to me is that I
1: did take. That uh, opioid, uh huh. About twenty
0: minutes ago. Oh no! So oh, okay, I think great. the
1: show is starting to turn. Are you on riding that
0: Axis? You're riding the lightning right now. You're riding the dragon. The, the dragon <laughs> made of lightning. <laughs>
1: Remember when I compared fast food chains to uh, strong, proud black men? Uh-huh. I think that may be. I think at that point the worm might have turned. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let us continue. Um, this Sorry, guy who, Scott
1: Jerry. That's gotta a
0: lot man, of man. Yeah, me. he's really make, earning his paycheck this week. This Yahoo sent by uh, Diamond Member Level 150 Shaman of Yahoo. It's Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers User Michael, who asks Is there anything I should know about before going to a nudist resort with family and friends? I'm 13 and my friend and his family are nudists. When I'm at his house, I strip down, so I'm perfectly comfortable with being around other people in the buff. My family aren't nudists, but they invited us to go to a resort with them, and we all agreed. It will be me, my dad, my mom, and my younger brother. He's nine if that provides help. I've read the official rules online, but I want to know about the social etiquette there. Now, I thought a nudist resort or a nudist colony would go like Outback Steakhouse style of No Rules Just Right. (laughs) But apparently there are boundaries that exist. Okay, and I want to be really careful here. Like, hey, if you're a nudist, that's
1: totally cool. Like, that's your deal, and I'm not going to judge you for that. It is. Do you think they're nudists?
0: Do you think they're nudists that listen to our podcast?
1: Yeah, all they've got is a smile and a pair of headphones, and I Mm -hmm. respect. Mm -hmm. They don't even have the headphones. It's just like everything. There's a rich subculture with rules that we'll never be able to. Understand or, or be respectful towards in well, the we context can resp- of our show. Okay. We can. So, I don't them. think anything's wrong with this. I'm just, and maybe this is maybe this is like anathema to those people, but I feel like the idea of the nudist camp I'm into. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'm way into that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, and I'm sure it's just hard bodies. Hard bodies as <laughs> far as the far sexiest. As, <laughs> just sexiest, hard bodies as far as the eye can see. Here's the uh, thing. You kind of lose me with the kid angle. Yeah, yeah. I feel uh, like a nine-year-old. What's, what's that thing that the Amish do where like you hit a certain age and you go off into the world for like a couple of months? And uh, you back, have to like... A uh, bag Something Gannon? like that. Yeah. Something like that. I feel like... Rumspringer, that, there it yeah, is. Yeah, I feel like that should happen like once you pass age 10 to like age 18. Those eight years, you're not allowed to be there.
0: At the Yeah, oh, no, because you're just gonna be, you're going to be leaking fluids that you or I don't understand. Yeah, Yeah. it should be like, once you get old enough to realize
1: that this is, like, a strange thing, you're not allowed there anymore, until you get to a point where, like, I've seen this in other contexts. mm -hmm. If you're old enough to where you don't drop your pants around your ankles at the urinal, if uh you're older than that, I feel like you can't be. (laughs) Well, there's a certain <laughs> level of awareness, right? Like, oh, now I'm suddenly aware, but not comfortable Some, enough. I, you know what, that's exactly it, Travis. But sometimes, I, when a kid does that at the urinal, I feel like it's a power play. Oh, it's the <laughs> biggest power play. Like that's where we lost it. Like, the moment I stopped doing that is the moment I let go of something primal and savage on myself that connected me to, to Gaia, I feel like, mm-hmm. the moment I stopped dropping
0: Trout completely and like the well, just and and did your primal. primal
1: scream to my, the my yeah, Exactly as you peed in
0: the urinal, and you know what the problem is. It's, it's for me. I would do it. You know me I don't have anything to hide down there, right, and you my, don't have anything. I don't have anything in my zone <laughs> It's not even smooth like a Kindle It's just negative space you look and it's like your eyes drift to the right you it's can't just look directly at it chest belly you get a little bit of, of uh, hip bones poking out, and then there's nothing. Like like I'm like a ray man down there. I just like my legs collect connect through some <laughs> mysterious magic. Anyway, I would do it, but bathroom <laughs> floors are so dirty, and I don't want my pants butt to touch that. True. Yeah. If your yeah. pants butt gets wet from the floor, the wetness yeah. on the floor, you're done. You've got to stay you're in that bathroom, bathroom forever. Yeah. You have to leave those
1: pants there. I, the image that I can't get out of my head uh, because it's incredibly funny to me is this 13-year-old dude rolling up to his friend's house, walking in the door, and just like, thump, thump, <laughs> ah, Finally, I'm free. Uh, been a hard day at <laughs> the old can salt mines. Doris, s- you got any cupcakes? Naked Doris, my friend's naked mom? Did you make cupcakes for us? For the last time, Stephen, we're not nudists. You oh walked in God. on us <laughs> having sex once. One time. <laughs> Ah, that's cool. That's cool. These ants on a log, sort of a public thing, or you save these for a private snack? Get out of house. house. Okay, see you tomorrow. Can I and say- That's s- how Matthew McConaughey
0: met me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best how I spent my summer vacation report I've ever read, Mr. McElroy. Um I, uh... I might here's and in um, closing, I'm Mark Twain, and that's the last thing I ever wrote. (laughs) And now I die. (laughs) Oh, so please sign up for my Patreon. This dead Mark Twain. This may be a contentious statement, but I think if your family agrees to go on a journey with this other family, that will involve your whole family getting their dicks and and their (laughs) vaginas out. And they are in fact nudists. They have crossed the Rubicon. The nudicon.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's like a I don't think there is a partial nudist where it's
0: like, I'm gonna dip into it publicly for a weekend at this resort and just see how I feel. And about I know I know we're talking I know it's a complex subject and I'm sure that we are frustrating a lot of people right now because you can like be into it for like a week and then hop out and say, like, well, it's just not for us. There's probably a lot more to that lifestyle than just like Oh, these people yeah, are naked. Very, cool, cool, very cool. Spiritual. There's a lot more to it than that, I'm sure, but like, I don't know, man. I think about like that is not something that I think I would ever do unless I was like fully into the lifestyle. I don't know. Maybe I should maybe I should go maybe full 30 days. It. Right, like, maybe you should be nude at home first and then invite like one friend over to be I don't even do that.
1: I can't be nude by myself cuz <sighs> the cats here <laughs> and, and he'll judge you. I, right. I, sometimes when my dog watches me poop, I know she's judging me. Yeah. There is a moment that I wish I could be there for at nudist camp, and that is you drive there with clothes on. And then you park, and you get your key to your room. When does everyone sort of look Good at each other and question. say, like, well... I guess now we should take our clothes off. Especially if it's your first time and you don't know, and it's like general knowledge that like you get undressed in your room and come out, and like the front desk isn't cool with just naked people walking in. We? But you don't know that because it's your first time, so you're sitting in the car doing that awkward, like we're
0: not gonna get out of the car and get naked, we're gonna Guys, do it here in the I'm seat. I'm sure there's so, like a prison processing room where they t- take, all they they take clothes. they're them with the lousing powder yeah. and everything.
1: Sydney and I went to a a, a murder mystery weekend uh, oh, last, last year. Like <laughs> I'm worried about this story. No, 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 hanging with me. Uh, okay. We went to a murder mystery weekend last year. We've been a few times since then. Scraps went with us uh, went yeah, to one the last the year. Yeah, it's It was a lot of fun, but our, our first time, we, you know, you go in character, you have your costume, you have your old backstory. Uh, so we did the first two nights, and then the last day you show up to find out who killed who, uh we always solve it, so there's rob some of the drama. but we showed up in costume in character, and found out once we arrived there that on Sunday morning, nobody's in costume or character anymore. It's so uh-huh. like all bets are off. I tell this story as a way of illustrating that something like that would almost certainly happen in a nudist camp, and that's what genuinely terrifies me about it. there would be some. Thing where no, we're never naked for this. We're not naked.
0: For the church <laughs> this is church. This is church. <laughs> we're never you can't naked take for communion.
1: This. Whoa, 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 you perverts. You are you genuinely right now naked on Cinnamon Roll Saturday? You oh know, Jesus. that's the one time none of us get naked because it's Did so you not sticky. read the welcome pamphlet. It's the one day.
0: It's the one stickiest day.
1: The <laughs> one sticky day that we don't get naked, and it's I, counterintuitive because otherwise we could just go down to the uh, sex hose and blast off after we get
0: sticky. <laughs> Wee. Wee.
1: do. You, do you think there's a possibility that this thirteen-year-old boy's family does not know that they are it going is to a prison camp? No. That that it's like, hey mom and dad, the Stevens invited us to uh, a weekend, a vacation with them. Oh, and you're thinking they discover when they get that you're making kind of a Jim Belushi movie now. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, son, why are there so many dicks and balls everywhere? Where the balls come from? (laughs) Why why am balls? This summer, Brian Cranston falls from grace in his new movie, (laughs) O'Reilly nudist Camp. And I took Oops my whole family, balls. Wayne Zelensky is back in honey, no one's wearing clothes. <laughs> honey, I blew up my <laughs> I blew up my spot.
0: <laughs> um how about another question? What if Brian Cranston
1: took over for Rick Moranis in the role of Wayne Zelensky in a I would watch that so far. honey, I shocked the kids. Mm-hmm. The third actor after Peter Scaleri to play the role. Who did an excellent job. Doesn't get enough attention for that you role. You know what? He, he really, really captured it. the Wayne Zelensky really spirit. did great. Sorry, go ahead. No, read a question, you're going ahead. Oh, I do this, Uh, okay. What if this episode becomes everybody's favorite and I have to keep- Doing Kyra zone? I have to keep taking opiates. I don't know if I can get behind that. Do you want me to read the question, Bubby? This is our behind the music, isn't it? So a while ago, I got a large TV to put in the living room of my apartment so my roommates and I could enjoy hosting people for movie nights and such. One of my roommates is a mechanic And while fixing an engine, the living room started to fill up with engine parts. So because I did not expect to do much hosting while the living room was a mess, I moved the TV up to my room. Now the engine is fixed, the living room is clear, but I've gotten used to having a big TV in my room. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's right. Should I give up having such a nice luxury item in my bedroom and return the TV to the public area, or should I revel in my greed and hoard it all for myself? And that's from TV hoarder on the Illinois border, who, judging from his name, has already made his choice. <laughs>
0: um, what do the other people in the house even do now? Do they
1: just, like, draw a picture of a TV on the wall, and they just, like, stare at it and sigh? They paint. <sighs> they they have conversations with each other and read fine novels.
0: Mm-hmm. No, they no, really embrace life to it its fullest, and they
1: don't in, they don't uh, engage in distraction behavior. Mm. Or they sit quietly and hate you for taking they away the TV so box every time outside.
0: they look at you. They see um, a big TV.
1: He's the one with the glowy screen.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would I, do it just because, like, I mean. I get in pretty unhealthy patterns of watching TV for a day like all of it like from the moment I wake until the moment I reach my sweet slumbers oh my god um but we
1: discovered uh, that there there's a surprise you know I did not know this but there's a surprising amount of TV on YouTube uh, oh yeah and you can look up like especially international stuff. Sidney and I uh, accidentally discovered that all of the uh, Canadian version of Shark Tank, which is called Dragon's Den, as it is most of the world, uh, is on Except YouTube. Except for America, where we do not fear dragons. We don't no. fear dragons. We
0: conquered them!
1: <laughs> we conquered the dragons, so now we have shocks. But yeah, there's like eight seasons of Dragon's Den on YouTube, and apparently that's uh, there's a lot more where that came from. So that, that has been a problematic uh, uh, situation for us, knowing that there's... Fresh, fresh dragon's den. Right. I what? want to address a bigger problem here, which is why the fuck did your roommate bring engine parts into your goddamn living room? Yeah, that's where you live. It's not where you would like, engine. You wouldn't, you wouldn't say, like, my roommate is a veterinarian, so he's neutering cats here.
0: No. He's expressing like, anal glands in tell the him kitchen. To keep, he, tell him to keep that shit outside where engines belong. Where they go. Is outside exclusively, there's, and then you would never take the TV box away. What I was saying before is that like, I'll watch TV in an unhealthy way, but as long as I'm doing it with my wife, then it's an activity and You're not bonding a, and not a vice.
1: Well, there's also something like until uh, I me- until I moved in with Teresa, I always had a TV in my bedroom, and she is not a fan of that. And no. at first, that was really off-putting to me. But now it's, it's kinda nice because for the times like when we get sick or one of us is ill and we move the TV into the bedroom, it really does become an anchor. Oh, that yeah, like keeps you in bed or brings you to bed early and you don't really do a lot of shit. At least in the living room, you do more stuff. Like I can work on the computer while the TV's on or I feel like at least I'm what sitting up or walking around. What about around? the terrifying lo- what, the what if it creeps? Should... What if the darkness creeps up on you while you're in your bedroom and you're trying to get dressed? Like what do you do then? I sing a little song to myself about how lucky I am to be alive.
0: <laughs> okay, how's that go? How's, how's that, that song going go? Good? Is a,
1: thank God I'm not dead. Okay, because the world would be empty without me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It usually kind of then devolves from there into how awesome I about are. how great you are. Yeah, sure,
0: sure. Boy, I think we're all pretty lucky. Travis is still kicking. I just assume everyone sings a song like that. Thank you, God, like God Travis for Travis. Life, right? Where would I be He's without? the sun
1: in the sky and the stars at night who guides me home <laughs> on the choppy seas. Thank Jesus for Travis. Travis is Jesus, and then just kind of keep going.
0: <laughs> Thank Travis for Travis. His all-seeing power. That's Thank Travis for Travis.
1: <laughs> <not the> <laughs> we, people don't write up hymns about themselves, you know?
0: <laughs> Open oh, oh, up to the first stanza of Hymn 341. <laughs> Thank Travis for Travis, and Travis is Travis. <laughs> Our hearts are all Travis, and brains are Travis too. Third stanza! Oh, uh, man.
1: I need some Thank Travis for Travis uh, propaganda posters. Um...
0: <laughs> you know travis i i feel like there's been this narrative <laughs> among some of our listenership that you don't get the respect that you deserve <laughs> on this show so like i'm all about like i don't know canonizing you
1: they, i also i also want to point like, out one of the reasons that happens is i don't really need it i take care of that on my own yeah, yeah the, the other thing is like that it is, a little bit of that on Travis goes quite a long way. <laughs> so a, visit a, a little for dab all will your do, Travis yeah. McElroy
0: needs. Let's go to the money zone. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is it money zone time already? Mm-hmm. We've had so much fun.
1: Uh, boys, I want to tell you about your face. Please do. You're not boys anymore. You're not little children. You're men, and as men, you need to start taking care of the gift that God gave you—your visage and your your shavables. Uh, we're gonna help you out with that by telling you about Harrys.com. Now, I, I also want to make I want to make one more thing clear before we move on, Justin. Mm-hmm. Men are not the only human beings that shave. Yeah, women also have shavables. I yeah. know. They shave I was, their shaveables. Hey, okay, you didn't even let me finish. I was talking to you first, and then I was going to branch out from there. How come the men got to go first? How because I was talking, talking to, to you. Just talk about us as mammals with hair on our bodies. I'm, I have two brothers. I don't right. have any sisters. You have two to humans. You. To my siblings, I uh, who can shave whatever the hell they want to. I want to tell you about Harrys.com. I've
0: been waiting I, for permission from you for so long right, to uh, get my t- uh, to get my toes did. Uh, buying razors sucks.
1: Uh, razors are really expensive, they keep them behind glass, they treat you like a criminal, if you buy them, you have to come over and they'll like unlock them for you they're in a clamshell,
0: and they cost $100,000 and they're the worst. Why do they protect, like, that's, yeah. there are other things in this Walgreens that could kill people with way, way, way easier, is that it? But You know why? Because they're so expensive. I like forty five dollars. But is Harry's true. is going to give you
1: a better shave experience for a fraction of the price. They got these great German engineered blades. Uh, w- they sent us some, um, and they were like great. I had a great shave uh, with them. It actually, no kidding, got me off of. Uh, I had been using safety, safety. razors. Mm-hmm. I've been doing wet shaving. It actually got me off of of that because I was I was enjoying the Harry's experience so much. <laughs> And not only do they give you a great shape, they look really classy. Yeah, right? They, do they look have some classy. really good looking blades. And it's the kind of thing where anybody like, who's in your bathroom snooping through your stuff and finds out is gonna be like, oh, I bet this is a really expensive razor. Then they'll probably steal it because you have shitty friends. Mm-hmm. But it looks really nice and doesn't at all look like the cheap razors you buy at the store yeah. that cost you $45 Feels good. for a package. Nicely weighted. Uh, for 15 bucks, you're gonna get a box that includes a handle, three blades, and Shave cream shipped to your door. That and is less an, that is less than like a refill of just it's, it's insane. Uh, And uh, one of the co-founders is the guy that started Warby Parker. And oh shit. That dude's we love taking over. Yeah, uh, so he's blowing up He's a rich guy go give him more of your money by uh, ordering online It's super easy you just go to harrys.com and you're going to use the promo code my brother all one word uh, And they're gonna give you five dollars off your first purchase so that's a crazy deal. That's ten bucks. So mm-hmm. for for uh, that that basic kit. So uh, I, I'm still using the shaving cream. By the way, it's great. Very luxurious. Yeah. Uh, I uh, uh, I mean, I'm using the other stuff too. But I'm 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 still on that initial tube of shaving cream. It so lasts scented? quite a
0: while. Does it have a scent?
1: Um, not not overpowering. It's just sort of a general, just clean. Pleasant. I would say unisex. I would say a man or a woman could use Fresh. it. Fresh, freshness. Um, and you know, I have. I'm a bearded gentleman, but you I are. still use it on like my neck and the back of my neck. Yeah. and You know, and my wife uses the razor as well, and she's a big fan. So go check it out. Um, if you're looking for a new, affordable, classy shaving experience, go to as Harry's.com, as, and use the coupon code My Brother. Uh, as long as you're upgrading your life. Why not uh, upgrade your finances too? Go to simple.com, it's the way banking should be. They're rebuilding banking from the ground up. There's no minimum balance, there's no monthly fee, there's no overdraft charge, and there are 55,000 fee-free ATMs, and they have photo check deposit. I'm a Simple customer, I signed up, it is really, really, a, an easy way to manage like just this week I didn't have to go to the bank because I took pictures of my checks and then once the checks were like deposited
0: mm-hmm. I actually got a push notification telling me that they were uh-huh. in there I get Can I tr- yeah. ask you a question though real quick um, Yeah Without the minimum balance and the monthly fees and the overdraft charges and the ATM charges um, how do they fuck me They
1: Here's the crazy thing about it they don't fuck you
0: how about that Huh. That's yeah. But like how do they operate? Cuz it's like if you give is me there f- an option on like on the app that you if, can select fuck me. Yeah. Cuz yeah. like if you give me $5, right? Mm-hmm. And then you say, "Yo G man, need that $5 back." And I just give you $5 back. I didn't get anything. Right.
1: So they it's complicated, but interest is involved. I bet. I don't know. It's a real bank though. They're FDIC insured and they don't sell your data and stuff.
0: I would almost trust, it's weird that I'm having a hard time trusting it because they don't want to fuck me every day, every moment of my life for like half the shit that I have.
1: The the other cool thing about it is if if you have spending goals, Cindy and I are are, uh, saving up for a down payment on a house and we tell simple how much we want to save and where we want to get to and it'll actually automatically save that much and tell us how much we can spend to stay on track so it's a bank that's like at not actively trying to fuck you which is heartbreakingly revolutionary and that mm-hmm. was the original tagline but they couldn't get it past the censors and also obama so simple.com slash my brother you can uh uh fix your shit
0: i got a message uh i don't make me say it for big daddy hoffman what was that accent for Big Daddy. Okay. Big his Daddy's got to get his
1: piece of the pie. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor and Kennedy Hunter. Yeah, kind of uh, We got yeah.
0: We got to celebrate Big Daddy Hoffman. It's from Eric. Can you do anything with Eric? That? Okay. <laughs> uh, Eric. Eric. Eric says Eric Eric says Eric needs to get his piece of the pie too, okay. but a smaller piece. Smaller Big piece Daddy for a smaller name. Um Eric says to Big Daddy Hoffman Happy birthday, big guy. Although you're just one malpractice suit away from losing your license, and you probably should have become a cobbler or a dog cobbler instead. People and dogs love shoes, it says in the middle of this this message. (laughs) It feels like this guy's trying to push his his agenda. His cobbling agenda. Yeah, for dogs. Dog cobbler. Um, It's been great having a doctor friend to buy drugs from. Is dog cobbling a viable career choice? What I really mean to say is I miss my dad. And then it, it gets cut off here. What it It says 100 um, years ch- <laughs> You ran out of characters. 100 years choices. Happy birthday, Big Daddy Hoffman. Um listen, Big Daddy Hoffman, we're very proud of you. Uh please don't sell drugs to your friends who will then brag about it on uh on humongous just, radio broadcasts. That doesn't broadcast. sound like something Big Daddy would do. No. To get a little no, bit of something on the that side? I think that's a joke that Eric is making. Yeah,
1: You're no, going
0: to have a sore throat, Travi, if you keep that up. No, it actually is loosening up a lot of the phlegm in there. Gross. I have another message. Oh, happy birthday, Big Daddy Hoffman. Um, your friend Eric sends, like, he might not be the best influence on you. <laughs> Real uh, choice friend there. Got another oh, message okay. for Ruth from Brent. You want to do anything fun with that, Travi? Like a different? Ruth. Brent. Okay. Wasn't I said it. it with a smile. Can yeah. you hear the difference? Here. Okay. Ruth. That's a right? frown. And this
1: is with a smile.
0: Ruth. Yeah. so the intonation changes. Can you do it with like a, like a really sad frown? Ruth. Yeah. Uh, happy uh, bur- I'm Ruth. <laughs> That's how you sound, Ruth. <laughs> happy birthday, Ruth. Why do you sound so sad all the time? Uh, <laughs> hope you have an excellent year in which you discover how Babby is formed. Maybe you'll also have adventures in which you learn exciting things, like the fact that dolphins are not mammals and the dark truth about Canada. I'd better stop before the brothers segue to horses, ghosts, or ghost horses. Much love, Brent. You know what we haven't talked about in a while. Dolphins. What? Dolphins. <laughs> hmm What's up with those things? It's I- pronounced dolphin. Are they dolphin? Are they fish? The horses There the is sea. a fish called
1: the dolphin, and it's delicious. That's confusing, right? I remember being a little kid and they had dolphin, and I was eating it. I had this really sort of, like smug, shitty eating grin on my face, like, "Take this, you adorable this. bitches." And then I, someone told me it was a fish and not the mammal. Why would they name two things
0: dolphin? Ruth, we're very happy for you. Sounds like you got a big ear out of you. Um, it also kind of sounds like you're 12. Are you Why, 12, Ruth?
1: Well, because she's going to learn how, how Babbies are made, and she's the, probably and pregnant. about dolphins, Maybe she's pregnant.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, she's, she's not, not 12. Dullard.: I don't no. think she, she's about to go into sixth grade where they have like sex ed and also dolphins. And Canada class. You learn your times tables, you go to Canada class, and then you learn how, how sex works. I don't think that's true, Travis. I think what Have you, you s- been
1: to that new club, Sex Works?
0: <laughs> Hi, my name is rishikesh Hirway, and I have a podcast called Song Exploder. In each episode, a musician takes apart one of their songs and piece by piece tells you the story of how it was made. You get an inside look into the creative and technical process and a unique view of a song by hearing just the drums, or just the guitars, Or, say, just a Wurlitzer piano. If you're a fan of music, if you make music, or if you just like to learn how things are made, come check it out on MaximumFun.org. Thanks. You all want a Yahoo? Yeah, I guess I do. I guess I always did. This Yahoo was sent in by John. But then I
1: had a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. But the magic was in you all along. It It wasn't in the question.
0: Um, That's been the Wonder Years series finale. Uh, Thank you, good night. You sent in by John Severs or Severs.
1: <laughs> what if at the end of the Wonder Years, the, the, the camera panned back and it revealed that it was not a, an older version of Kevin, but rather an older man that had been following him around for six years? <laughs> The camera just pulled back one, like, just six inches to show Daniel Stern there looming behind (laughs) him the entire time. And then the last shot is just him stabbing him. The end. The end of the show. And he's been talking behind
0: this kid's back for six years. Um, Good show. Those, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful years. Did you guys watch (laughs) Wonderful Years? John Severs or Severs sent this in. Thank you, John. It's by Yahoo Answers User. Todd Blone, who asks, (laughs) Why does Domino's need to do a quality check on their pizza? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I ordered a pizza from Domino's online, and they gave me an up-to-the-minute report of what they were doing. Order placed, prep, bake, quality check, and delivery. Well, it's kind of nice to get immediate feedback of just where my order is in the process, but I wonder... What is the quality check stage? After they bake it and before they deliver, do they really do a quality check on the pizza? <laughs> this is actually a really good question. It's an amazing question. It's a really
1: fantastic question. What I love about this is Tony's saying, like, let's be honest, guys, I'm just going to shove it
0: in my face. Well, no, it's I not don't just don't that. Care. It's like, I've never worked in a pizza place. It, my only, like, I guess I worked concessions at a theater. It doesn't really count. I did work at a yogurt place. I mean, frozen mm-hmm. yogurt. And, um, it was, I became like a fucking cog in the machine of somebody would be like, I want vanilla with the sprinkle, dinkle, tink, tink. And then I would like put all that shit on it without thinking. And then it would be the same every fucking time. How much variation is there on these Domino pizzas, which I imagine is an even like more mindless process. Like it is just a assembly line. That like you need somebody to like scope out each pizza and be like, oh but you that's, forgot that's to put you forgot to put sauce on this one. How the fuck did you, you forget to do that? Quality check. This pizza's upside down. That's not gonna fly. Much more likely is they
1: just have to have something on the pizza tracker, and they don't want to have like arguing over who's going to drive it to you. Yeah, Jim takes a smoke happening.
0: break. Yeah, we put the thing on the little conveyor belt, and we go smoke of the fattest blunt. And we are gonna drive to your house. There was Jim
1: scratches self and yeah. then debates whether to wash hands. <laughs> Jim Jim sneaks off to the break room to study for his uh his GED because he's finally busting out of this joint and he's gonna make something of himself and start a new life. So there's no room for that. I'm no. just hungry. I on the pizza track speaking of speaking of which, on the pizza tracker at Domino's, it not only says what activity is being performed on your Zot that says who moment, does it. It says who does it. And we got into a it, when we were uh uh when that first started We noticed when, like, we would have friends over and we'd order some uh, Domino's that it was always a guy named Daniel that made the pizzas. Oh, Pizza Daniel. Pizza Daniel, as we referred to him, yeah. So, Pizza Daniel, um, I had some friends. This was, like, literally mid... Whenever Domino's decided to stop sucking, so, like, four or five years ago, we ordered uh, Domino's last weekend. uh, And who should be preparing the pie... But Pizza Daniel, Daniel, if you're listening, you're doing a great job. I just need you to like, advance in the org. I feel like you time, <laughs> you hold on. I what feel if like this <clears throat> is like an undercover boss thing where Daniel now, own, his last name is Domino, like Daniel Domino, but he still comes <laughs> back because he cares about you because you gave him his start in the pizza industry. Oh. And he's like, did
0: Justin order a pizza? I got this. I got this one. Listen, this I'm the C, I make bank. But if my boy J Man needs him a slice, I will I do I know it. how he like it. And that's probably not how it actually happened. And he I he do know how I like it to be fair. I think he'll do know how he like it. I think he's stuck <laughs> underneath that crust ceiling. And I think he needs to uh, I think he needs to bust through it. I think every t- I think you're being in an enabler, Justin. Although I do love like I remember every time I would come over and we would order dominoes at your place, um, and we were usually doing something else like playing board games or something like that. You would um load up that pizza tracker screen and you would turn it towards to face all of us like it was the fucking scoreboard at a fucking football game. Or like a countdown for a nuclear launch. Yeah. Um, And we would get like really nervous like it's been in quality check for like 5 minutes. What could the <laughs> fucking yeah. possible issue? You know
1: be? it's funny, it's funny. You always see them in quality check. You never see one get bumped back though. They don't they don't <laughs> update <laughs> started <laughs> started, don't. Fra- started over. Started <laughs> over was not good.
0: Yeah. Had odd number of pepperonis would not pass.
1: Was bad pizza. trying
0: new. There's a secret spot on the tracker line right behind quality check that just says trying harder. <laughs> Look deep within ourselves and realize it wasn't our best. Sometimes we'll Some- go back to quality check and then get bumped back again, and it's like we are just not on our game today. Please forgive.
1: <laughs> Somebody grilled it. Where the fuck did they even find a grill? <laughs> <laughs> Forgot, okay. to <laughs> Forgot to bake it. Forgot to bake. Forgot to bake. Made pizza Mild- soup. Mildly poisoned. I'm 25 and I have a small, tight group of friends. <laughs>
0: You're the worst! You're the worst man!
1: And my sister. I used to say when I get married, my best friend from high school would be my maid of honor, but lately we haven't been best friends. She now only calls my sister to hang out, and I only see her if we're all together. I also am becoming closer with other friends. I'm getting married, and I don't know if she still expects to be my maid of honor, but I no longer want her to be. Should I talk to her about this? or just make the decision. Thanks so much. I'm a new listener, and I've got a lot of episodes to catch up on, but I love the show. That's from Fighting Friends in Philly. There um, is easy easy answer for this. I Okay, I'll, I'll see if we agree, because I, I, you've been through this more recently. What do you, what uh, do you think? To okay, know?
0: Justin, write your answer down on a piece of paper. Well, no, it's not something I personally went through, because I don't think there was any question for who it would be. We had that triangle solution figured out, pretty far in advance it took a lot of the legwork out of it but like there is like some similar level to this in terms of like who you invite who you include in your your bridal party and I will say this if you have a friend who you are no longer super super close with that friend is probably also cognizant of that distance and if you ask them to be your maid of honor it is going to put them in a genuinely super super weird position Mm -hmm. you know what I mean where you say like we don't like talk anymore but I want you to be my maid of honor because of some like Arbitrary pact we made when we were 15 that, that, like that's going yeah. to make them feel I, very uncomfortable. That's the, the thing. It's like it, it it
1: Sometimes you, it, you're kind of putting the the cart before the horse because this should be one of those moments where You don't it's not an opportunity for you to rekindle a friendship It should reflect where you're at in your life and who you would want in that position. So it should be exactly who you want like it, it doesn't matter it, it, the fact that you are not choosing her is a statement on Where your relationship is at but it, like now is not the time to try to repair it You should put who you'd feel most comfortable with there. I mean right that's, that's, really that's the really honest like, reflection of your relationship I really feel like there's like a, a statute of limitations on that kind of like discussion and promise you know like p- kids who you know like pretended marriages when they were eight and had their best friends be their maid of honor, I don't think that best friend is rolling up at 28 going, you picked your sister, but we had a deal. I feel like if you haven't talked about it in the last year, like, she, she probably isn't thinking about it either. Or if she is, it's like, uh, oh, I remember when we talked about that once. Man, I haven't seen her in forever. But,
0: like, if you're getting married at 27, and you made somebody a promise at 21, Jacob Dunkel, that maybe <laughs> they would be included in a special way on your special day, Jacob Dunkel. Promises were made on the river that night, that apparently I'm the only one that remembers. (laughs) Um, Does she actually say that her sister would be the maid of honor,
1: should she not choose the best friend? Is that- No, she does say she's becoming closer with other friends. Yeah, I, I, you know what, honestly, and this is kind of pragmatic of me, but like, I I say have your sister do it, just because you're gonna keep knowing your sister and you're never gonna regret that, and it sounds like you're not like great with friendships right now, at this point in your life, and maybe you just it's want kind to, of- a rebuilding year you kind for friendship. Of, yeah, it's kind of, it sounds like you're kind of a rebuilding year. Maybe just stick with the one relationship that you are gonna continue to have. Because the other side of that is, if you don't have a clear front runner for your maid of honor, or matron of honor, best man, or whatever- Then have a reality with, show about it. Yeah, going with a relative, especially a sibling, is usually like no one in your friend group is going to be upset that they weren't
0: picked. Sure. I feel like everyone kind of goes, well, yeah, it's a sibling. Well, yeah. I just think, I, I think there's like the thing everyone thinks about when they're having a wedding is, will this person be offended if I don't include them in some way? What you don't think about and what you absolutely should, because it's the thing that it's the only thing you think about the day of, is is this like giving this person too much authority or credit or involvement in this wedding that does not reflect like where our relationship actually is like if you if you invite somebody that like you've hung out with twice they're gonna feel kind of weird and it might you might feel kind of weird like having them there that's not to say that any of us necessarily did that for our weddings but it was like we realized while we were inviting people like oh man it's gonna be weird if that person's there like that will be weird for us yeah, I, I'm usually Mr. Like, keep everybody happy, um, uh, but
1: th- uh, for, for weddings specifically seem to me an opportunity to, like, really be honest and, like, not punitively honest. It's just not an opportunity to play politics. Like, yeah. it, is a, it is a perfect, honest statement of, like, where your relationship is at. And, like, if they want to fix that later or whatever, that, that you know, th- that's fine. But, like, no one has a right to get hurt by that. It is like literally the most honest thing you can say. There are other people in my life that I, you know I want with me. And it is perfectly reasonable for you to be as selfish as you want and not consider other people's feelings because it is, it is your wedding. It is your uh, uh, day to do it. So One yeah. of the criteria Teresa and I used was, you know, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, when we look at our wedding pictures, who will be the people that we would regret not seeing in them? And who would be the people that we would still be hanging out with and reminiscing about the day with? And not like,
0: hey, who in this moment have we had a really good time with? Who sells us weed months? right now? Yeah. You don't like, want to look in your, you don't, when you're 70 and you're like thinking about your memories before both of you are shuffled off this mortal coil, you don't want the last thing to see, you see is, you don't want that to be weed, Brian. Right? <laughs> and you don't want it to be like karaoke Kim or whatever. Like, who is the
1: person that, like, if you went through some shit, that's not your weed deal.
0: Unless it is. But unless, I mean, You yeah. have a really like a
1: solid, what if you have a really solid connection with your weed deal and you're like, we want Weed Brian up there. Or what if you have we, a very a tenuous, weed. you
0: have a tenuous connection with Weed Brian. and then mm-hmm. But then he turns out, hey, you know who we should hang out with more? Weed Brian. Yeah, I like him a lot. And then you're 70, who's, who's sitting next to you as you're flipping through your photo album? It is Weed <laughs> Brian. And he's 70. And he still fucking parties harder than any of you motherfuckers. <laughs> But in a really,
1: like, conscientious, like, I always feel closer when I'm partying with Weed Brian. I feel closer to my chosen deity. Yeah, safe way.
0: He plays shuffleboard with me on Thursdays, and he sells me the dankest kush. It's tight, tight bud. I love Brian, I love Brian, Brian and I love his product. Here's a Yahoo, it was sent in by Drew Davenport, thank you, Drew, it's by Yahoo Answers user Bunny, who asks, have you ever felt someone's body heat when they were near you, but weren't touching you? It's so cool. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 sorry sorry what were
1: you saying i was too busy throwing up um dear listeners if you are ever aware that you're having this experience with me please do not make me aware of it
0: but that's not their fault because you run hot and you irradiate it's true justin you're a fucking you got, got a actually, hot chassis especially
1: post-show when i'm in my kimono oh my uh, god <laughs> the makeup's coming off that's pure sexuality there.
0: <laughs> it's sure. not even talking about sexuality. We're talking about literal physical Just heat, Celsius, Kelvin. I'm nothing. I'm nothing but. I run cool. I get like a lizard up on that stage. Uh-huh. I gotta. I gotta think fast. I gotta have quick. That's true. Griffin doesn't show up on thermoscans. No, I don't. I'm invisible. Can't be targeted it, by yeah. drones. Nice you try, never Obama. Tell you, never
1: tell at the time Griffin killed Predator.
0: I killed Predator <laughs> with my cold, cold body. I did a He's show. Doing what a good He says, "He said I hear <laughs> jokes and I love these jokes." Ah, <laughs> did got behind <laughs> you? And what's funny? Justin runs hot. Griffin runs cool. I run just right. You run just right. Um, I feel it. Is this? But are, is this like? kind I? I think this is one of the many, many things on this earth that science just can't explain. Mm-hmm. Body yeah. heat. Well, I think they got it. No, I think they probably figured that <laughs> out. This is German. just one of those. It's just one of those things. Like chakras. It's like chemtrails, It's like uh, uh, ESP. It's a, uh. It's like uh, why someone's hair smells good. EDM. Why does hair smell good? Um. It's just. It's you know what it is. It's my. It's my aura, and it has a color, and you can look at that color, and you can tell what my astrological sign is. And that is. color is warm. <laughs> well, no. Well, yes. The, the color is warm, but it has nothing to do with the, It has nothing to do the, with feeling it and picking it up with your thermoreceptors. You can. There's an extra receptor. Uh, you're saying
1: that we interpret it as body heat, but mm-hmm. that's just because we're reacting to the aura that this person. Yeah, has. you're
0: feeling my color. Uh huh. It's an ochre. You just don't understand. I feel like these concepts that I'm giving you. I mean, body heat is a concrete thing. You have a temperature, and if someone's close, what causes that temperature? I- what right now I'm sweating.
1: Of your right.
0: Blood burning of calories. Uh, okay, but what are those? Uh, Kid, come on, let's do this. T- let's you started okay. this. Let's finish this together. I will take you down this road. All right. Okay, what's Hit a, me. what? It, what even is a calorie? A yeah. calorie is a unit of energy. Okay, what's where does that energy come from though? It's from the, the food. food. Right, but uh, I, okay. I made a loaf of uh, beautiful sunflower oil bread yesterday. <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't remember. Let me think. I put sunflower <laughs> in it, and I had ancient, um, I had reclaimed grains that I put in there, uh, a vegan egg that I put in there. I don't remember the part of the recipe where I uh, sprinkled on some energy in it. So just f- food for thought and food for food. Well, Griffin, I feel like you've won this one. Mm. Really
1: put Justin in his place. I don't remember no. putting energy in my bread. Hmm. No, it was, I mean, it's...
0: All right. Justin, you look like a dumbass. You look like a All dumb right, piece of shit right now. Because you guess, tried you to guys. step to me. I'm just saying there are things out there science can't explain. And I'm saying he... And when they try to, they look like stupid they assholes. They look like dumb assholes. I'm saying heat, energy, hair smells. Yeah. That good feeling you get when you dance with a loved one. Can you explain that feeling to me, Justin, Dr. Science? Hey, Dr. Oz, because that's what you sound like right now, a fraud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got him. I guess I just... Um Maybe Justin's just
1: buying into some of those, quote, textbooks mm-hmm. end quote, I've heard about. It's, just like, a, um, it's like a unit of energy. Oh, anything. my God. Yeah, according to what, what studies have you done, Justin, that have proved that? What have you seen with your own goddamn eyeballs? i burnt, I burnt food. You burnt food? Well, that seems wasteful. Take that, Africa. <laughs> yeah. Hope <you laughs> guys, job, I Justin. hope you guys
0: didn't need that. Oh, what's that? You super needed it? You mm-hmm. super needed that cereal that I burnt? Interesting. Well, at mm-hmm. least Justin learned something. Oh people are dying in the streets Well Justin learned one thing That it doesn't, doesn't even actually exist Because how did the energy get in the cereal in the first place You figure that out and then you can come talk to me Until then why don't you think about making some donations Um they fortify it Oh my god They fortify it with calories Ugh I would, I'm, going to, I'm going to just Dissolve you with with all your logics going to come crumbling around you, you're going to dissolve at the molecular level, which is something I'd say if I believed in molecules. So this has been my brother, my brother, me. <laughs> <and a vice laughs> this has show been now. our last episode. This is our
1: final episode. I hope everybody rejects science.
0: I hope everybody learned something, and I hope that you heard me do the quotation marks when I said uh, learn just then.
1: I think those are scare quotes. Is that what those are?
0: Um, thank you for listening to our
1: program. Uh, we hope you had some fun listening to it. Uh, it is optimal. For you to listen to it while you're on Norco So I would highly suggest
0: taking some of that To really get it This is our most Uh, 4D episode Yeah Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. It's got sense around and D-box and everything Um, (laughs) So we've got like uh, uh, Travis You've got new merch written here I don't see any new merch up on the store So the new merch should be up this week Um, Keep an eye out at it We're not exactly sure what date But hopefully soon And that merch is uh, new tote bags, buttons, uh, stickers, bumper stickers. Uh, it's really, really. Are we awesome putting up stuff. the patch? I love that patch. Yeah, the patch, the fraternal order of brothers patch. It's will be so 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 done by Justin Russo, done by
0: Justin Russo who who had, we haven't thanked him in a long time, but he did so much of our artwork, and he's he's so goddamn talented. That's um, our visual. Our visual identity is, is represented. Yeah, of Justin Russo. Thank you very much, Justin. And, thanks, and we still have the- thanks to Bob Ball for the intro. We haven't thanked him in a yeah. while either. Yeah, thank you, Bob Ball. Um, and Bob Ball Vo still- is
1: his website. If you uh, want to get uh, some some vo work done, uh, you can head on over to uh, BobBallVO.com and ask Bob to uh, record something for you. Uh, he's got great pipes. Um, And if, you know, if you want to check it out, uh, the new merch will be on, uh, I always pronounce it incorrectly, topatico.com? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Topajijo. Topajijo Topajijo.com. Yeah, so just go to maxfunstore.com, and that will be up there. And if it's not up there, you can still check out our t-shirts and all the other wonderful Max Fun merch options, which there's some really awesome shit on there. So go check it out. Sawbone stuff, too, if you want that. Yeah, there's Sawbone stuff on there. Um, We will have a new website up soon. Hopefully, I think you guys are really going to dig it.
0: If It'll you like websites It'll and mbmbm.com And fartpatrol.com And fartpatrol.com yeah. And mysmoothface.com <laughs> uh, I want to thank uh, John Roderick and The Long Winters For the who? use of our theme song John Roderick and The Long Winters For the use of our theme song It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed uh, It's a great album Great people We got a lot of positive response from, from when we had John on the show It was really a great A lot of people said that too. he
1: was much funnier One guy said he was much funnier than us That we kind of didn't do a good job like Interesting. Kind of showed us up a little bit. Interesting. He's one of the best humans. He's a yeah, good. He's, human. A, he's a good. Hu- you know who, where he was last night? He was uh, seeing. Um, you uh, fucking stalking him now. Fucking Presidents of the United States of America. Playing it. Oh. Ah. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. That's pretty incredible. Um, you can follow us on Facebook. Um, it's you know my brother, my brother, me, M B A M on Facebook, and like us there. Um, and you can also like me on Facebook. Travis Stopper. Travis
0: McRoy. Like my fan page. I'll try to post funny stuff. We have a fan group on Facebook that's actually kind of been popping off lately. I've been trying to be a little bit more involved in it, but um, and, and what's great about it is you have to request permission to be in it So it's not just like spam bots and dickheads.
1: Cause if yeah, we see I a spam bot or a hard. dickhead,
0: we can just like boot them. In- they won't let me in. I've been requesting yeah, you permission know why? to join it you're, for like three years. You're always trying to fucking sell us shoes. That is true.
1: It's yeah. True. That's uh, my brother, my brother, and me appreciation group. Yeah. So go check that I'm out. I'm cool. You can follow us on Twitter, MBMBAM, um, and Justin McElroy, Travis McElroy, and Griffin McElroy. Um, and check out all the other awesome Max Fun podcasts. I've been like obsessively listening to Ono, oh Ross, and Carey. So if you want to like learn actual things about science, listen to Ono, oh Ross, and Carey. I don't understand what bones. you mean. Okay. Oh no, Ross and Carey and Sawbones. Um, and then there's tons of uh, Wham Bam Pow, um, Jordan Jesse Go, Bullseye, Judge John Hodgman, <laughs> Stop. I'm going to miss a bunch, but go check them out. You'll love all of the other Max
0: Fun shows. I'm sorry, I'm oil pulling. Um, do you guys want that final Yahoo? <laughs> yeah, hit me. <laughs> this final Yahoo was sent in by our best friend, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers User, period. It's just a period. Who asks? Wait, just like, wait, punctuation mark yeah. or the name period? No, nope, just punctuation mark. Oh, nice. Period asks, only answer if you play Yu-Gi-Oh and weird things happen to you often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: Justin McElroy.
0: <laughs> I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your
1: dad. So, there are the lips. <laughs>
0: MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Cameron Esposito. I'm Rhea Butcher.
1: I am Ricky Carmona. And we are the cast members, what? I don't know, podcastiness of Wham Bam Pal. That's an action and sci fi movie podcast you can find on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. And what do we do? News reviews and things you can use. Tons of things you can use. We break it down so it can forever be broken. Hilarious jokes, plus sometimes there's a dog in the studio. Sometimes there's a dog here. We'll see
0: you in your earbuds.